This is CliffCentral.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Opinion Booth with myself, Sonia Booth. Brenda was turning heads with her stunning body. She drew attention since she is a yellow bone. She has a fine ass and curves any man can risk his marriage for. Her soft, smooth legs were so innocent. If legs could talk, I'm sure they could write a better story about how many times they spread in a day. Hmm. End quote. The book, Blesses and Side Chicks, will school you on the orgies that take place in Dubai, the so-called land of coprophilia. Hmm. English, Mavuso, the term Finding Nemo, and how to spot the difference between a capella and the real moneyed blesser. The main character juggles men quicker than you can say HIV. From an Italian pensioner to Arab businessmen to famous soccer players to music stars to members of parliament, etc. The author describes her beauty, allure and sex appeal so powerful a minister or priest would commit a sin without regret. Alfie Pogobie. Jekyll, Jagalas. <laughs> Welcome to the Opinion Booth. <laughs> what an intro. How are you? Thanks for having me. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Jagalas. When last did I hear someone call <laughs> me that? That's, your, that's the meaning of your surname. Yeah, thanks for having me. Pukubie. That's North Bedi. Not Sotu. Yeah, it's not in Sotu. Yeah, I know because I studied Sipedi in primary and high school. Okay, so I had I had to school people on on on, on a powerful surname that you have because a jackal is uh, is a strong animal. It is. So is the guy in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something like that. I, you know, you know what I love about you, your, your confidence. I have to. You know, you know, growing growing up, I I I had so many people. I had I had felt like I always go over my levels. So. As, when I was growing up, I used to want women that were way, way higher than my levels. <laughs> and some, in high school, one would be like, dude, would you think a hot woman like me would date an ugly guy like you? Ouch. So, so I grew up with that. And you understand, being, being a guy who went to a, to a private school in, at St. Albans, you go through DSG girls, you go through Pretoria girls, high girls, and then you grow up with that. But the more I matured, I said, you know what? I normally, as a confident person, I normally um, changed lemons into lemonades. Then I started calling myself the ugly confident guy. Now, you can crush the confidence. You can say whatever you want to say about ugly, but if I'm confident, goodness, I'm more beautiful than the word ugly, you know? That's a good way of looking at things. Yeah. Okay. So, so because Matthew did tell me that you are a cheese boy, so you you you're a product, <laughs> you're a product of the of of of. Oh, uh, Boothie, I'm gonna private, kill him. Private private schooling, you know, no, A I'm, levels, I'm, O I'm, levels. I'm 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 honored to have gone to school with the Mandelas, with the Lakhanyanes, mm. with the Sisulu. So, mm. yeah. Hence, hence, when you date, you just don't date. You date quality, but um, Ooh, yeah, you, you date your level. You have to. You're not gonna you go and to. date someone like me from Pimville who went to Lisho Primary School. Let's focus on the book. <laughs> <laughs> now put on the spot. <laughs> so I'd be out of out of your league, but anyway, it's okay because I'm taken. Yeah. Right. So now your Twitter bio, I find it interesting. Your Twitter bio states, "I'm not a writer, but I had to tell the story." Why the urge or the need to tell the story? What's your agenda or mission? Well, 
this thing started as I'm sure you you've been you've been my friend on Facebook for a few days now, but you can you can catch my humor. And I feel like a lot of a lot of women become emotional before they can understand where I come from. And it's like right now catching a joke. It's like right now throwing a joke and someone catching it five minutes before the show ends. So I have a lot of Facebook friends like that. <laughs> you understand? You'd be like, ah, oh, this is what he was saying. Oh, so I have a, a lot. So I'm very sarcastic. A lot of people will tell you that I'm very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. And um, I say it the way it is. So I, I, I feel that women lately don't want to do things the hard way. They want to basically do things the easier way. And the easier way for them is they want to slay on Instagram and just get money. Would you say there's anything wrong with that? No, there isn't. But what is key is how do they make that money? So one day I wrote a very funny update saying, hey, I was at Hilton Hotel in Durban. I was I was coming from work and hung around, met some few slay queens at, at the hotel lobby. We clicked, we started chatting and everything. Um, we started going out for drinks same night and luckily those that I was with became lucky. So the one that was left with me said, so are you sleeping in this hotel? I said, yeah. I said, am I coming to your room with you? I said, um, yeah, if you want to. And she said, so in the morning, how much are you going to give me? And then I turned around and I was like, uh, you're joking, right? She's like, no. I'm like, so how much are we talking? She says, 5,000. And yeah, we both went our separate ways. I came back that weekend, the Monday, I wrote an update about it. And when I wrote an update about it, the debate it created, you know, it was the first time I ever saw that people were like, where have you been living? This has been going on for years. Um, Right now, we meet at a club, we drink, we go home tomorrow, you give me something. Pretoria people call it Mavuso, but it's a getaway of... You know, because my voice for me is cheap. It's nothing more than 500 bucks. These girls now, they're talking big bucks and they're not messing around. They meet at Taboo, they meet at Cocoon and, um, it's, it's a standard procedure. What happens? Because the other time I was there and it was as cold as it is outside now, like two degrees Celsius and girls are in mini skirts and they're not in jackets and they're not dressed. And I was asking my friends, guys, what's going on? They said, believe you me. That is free drink stress. So when they get in there with those mini skirts, champagnes will be flying all over the place. And I went in there and I saw that. Okay. So, so okay. So you're talking firsthand, right? I mean, what you wrote about in, in, in the book is not hearsay. No, it's not hearsay. So now you refer to it as a set story of a black South African woman. Yes. The full-time side chick lifestyle. Yes. Brenda is the main character. Yes. Is this someone you know? No. You once dated or nah, do you know of we her? We used, there, there are no, there are no, there are no, um, names on the book that are real. Yeah, I know that. We created, yeah. we created just, just names of, you know, cause if, if they were real, it could be lawsuits. You understand? And it could be, um, an ex that once did me bad and now I'm calling her Brenda, you know? So it's not, it's not that. We just thought of names and just picked up names and said, okay, we'll call this one this, we'll call this one that. But, as the book goes, we actually realized that um, it, it, it's acceptable how they started. But when we dug deeper, we actually realized that there was prostitution in it with the research that we did. So, for, for, for instance, I updated one day and girls started coming out. 
there was a group and they had actually told me how and where to go on Instagram to see. You know, like, um, let's say if, if I'm a, if I'm a drug dealer, I'll possibly say, I'm par- I park at a garage. I drive only black cars with tinted windows. If you come there, I would know you do the sign and, you know, they, they do that. So I realized that most of them have got their email addresses on their profiles and their personal numbers. And then I, t- I went back and I said, but there's nothing wrong with, with having that. If, if you say, this is my, this is my private Instagram, they've got the right to. And they said, no, but look at the number of people following them. And then the trend started growing. I mean, you can't have a 22-year-old with 720,000 people. Where do they know her from? And when you go through that Instagram, 95% of those pictures, she's in underwear. She's in lingerie, basically, only. So that was a giveaway for you? For me, that was a giveaway. So you, you couldn't say she's a you know lingerie model, swimwear model, no? Absolutely not. Because um, with with doing research... You actually find out that most of them, it's, it's such an in thing. It's, it's, it's very laughable. Most of them, they say their own boutiques. So would call sometimes and say, hi, would like a pair of shoes. Where's your store relocated? No, um, I run it online. Okay. No problem. Give us the details. Can't give details. Okay. Fine. Do you have them at your house? Yes. Okay. Fine. Can we send you money so that you can just send them through to us? Where do you stay? Doesn't want to say. You know, so it's those type of things. And most of them you'd find that, let's say, um, Peggy, for instance, Peggy, Peggy's friend is Matabo. Matabo will come and say, Oh, by the way, I was in class with Peggy and Peggy didn't finish my trick. But Peggy, um, when I went first year, Peggy was in Dubai. Peggy was in Tanzania. And oh, did you know that Peggy right now has someone who just pays for her for three days to go to Tanzania? Or to go to Mozambique just for a photo shoot, just so that she can shake Instagram. I said, really? So where does she get this lifestyle? They're like, go and look. There's always someone taking the pictures, but you will never see the person behind the camera. But there's always somebody. Wow. Okay. Because I have, I have a lot of questions. I mean, I, of course I, I, made, I made, I made lots of notes as I was <laughs> writing your book, but now I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you a question. Has, has a woman ever left you for a wealthier guy and that made you bitter? And there's a reason I asked that. Um, it's not the first time I hear that. Actually, actually a lot of, a lot of women who've actually have seen my updates and it has hit the spot. They've actually taken me as a better guy. And I'm happy with that. Um, my book, I always, I always say, I love being very diplomatic in terms of the book because it, I create this perception that you are right, even though I know that you're telling me BS, but I basically just go for the sake of peace. Yeah, no, I, I hear where you're coming from. But when I turn around, I'll be like, yeah, whatever, because you're 23, you're driving a Range Rover, you live in Denfin, um, you haven't finished metric, you're from somewhere in the middle of Eastern Cape. Sorry, uh, Cosa people, I'm not insulting you. And um, when you look at the background, the person where she comes from, the family is not even aware, not even the mom is aware that you live the kind of lifestyle you live in Joburg. And then after that, when you go home, you take off the weave, you're left with that afro, you take off your nails, you leave everything in Denfin. Yes, you fly back to Eastern Cape. Someone is going to come and fetch you at the, 
uh, at the airport. You become that girl who goes and fetches water. You can't wait to come back to Joburg because now your parents and everything is moving so slowly. And that guy who used to walk you to, to the stream is now a boring guy because you're running around with guys in G classes and C63s. Because, forgive me, but I, I mean, I, I, I read, I'm, I'm not like one of those people who would interview somebody without actually reading the book because for me it does a disservice to an author and it's actually disrespectful to go out there and try or attempt to interview an author without having to read the book because what are the questions going to be based yeah. on? What is the interaction going to be about, right? True. So for me, I mean, I, I, it, as I said to you, I, I took the whole of Sunday off and the whole of Monday to read your book because I wanted to do it proper and thoroughly just so that I could ask you the type of questions that are so, so relevant, right? Because Fair you're enough. trying to put a message out there across, yeah. right? So, I mean, I couldn't help but feel that you, you were, you, you came across as a man sconed. Okay. I mean, the names you call her, it, 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 for me, I saw it, it, it was a, a very personal attack, if I can call it that, for mm-hmm. a lack of a better word. I mean, you, throughout the book, you refer to her, as a D.I.C.K. lover, a fake high roller, a corporate prostitute, a prostitution entrepreneur, entrepreneur bitch pimp, per- professional home wrecker. Yeah. Do you have names for males who do the same? Um, I like your question. I always say um, to 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 most of to most of the people that I debate the book with. Writing this book, I didn't want to be debate to Jesus. And it's important, it, it's important that we know that writing this book, I wrote it with an eye of not wanting to bash women, but to create awareness. Hence, if you look at it, a lot of people are saying, when is the launch going to be? I said, I don't think that the launch is going to be anytime soon because I want to go to universities and basically launch it at varsities to, to create awareness to say to these people, guys, when you pass metric and there isn't a job because we know the story of South Africa, this is what's waiting for you. So please be aware of it. I'm nobody to say go for it or don't go for it. But here's an awareness and here's a book to read. That's all I'm saying. Because most of the ladies that, that came up and doing my research, I kept saying to them, guys, but tell us more about these blessers. We want to know more about them. But ladies are so scared because these are guys with money. I mean, if a guy takes you and your friends out to Dubai for seven days, gets there, no condom is used. A whole lot of things happen in Dubai. You come back. Well, we don't see what happens behind the scenes. Louis Vuitton, Versace's, everything. You're posting on Instagram. I still, I still sound a bit better, don't I? Um, you're posting on Instagram. Um, and, and you just, you just out there showing this fake life to the world that look, I've made it. While we know that, hey, look, we actually, we actually know the truth. There has to be at some point, uh, a question that you need to I went to a story of the late Garabo, the girl who was unfortunately killed I had said, a lot of people say I'm controversial by the way, but I always beg myself, as I said, I'm diplomatic the day Garabo died the next day, I was not being insensitive, I updated and said it is impossible for a girl who comes from Midlands in a one bedroom house to be dressed in 80,000 rands with more than the house that she comes out of. And the parents don't ask a question, girl, where do you get those things? I'm with you on that. Where is that money coming from? You understand? And the problem and the the book and the awareness within it is 
We know who these people are. We know how much your family is worth. There is no ways overnight you could just slay because the Kardashians are slaying. Come on. Even the Kardashians were made famous by a sex tape. It starts somewhere. Sure. Wow. Okay. So now, because I'm sitting here thinking, what if there's a young hot thing out there who's absolutely exquisite and who just happens to have a wealthy man who just wants to spoil her and take her to Dubai, Maldives and wherever? Is that girl now labeled a, a, a slut or a prostitute just because she has a wealthy man who can spoil her? A gentleman can never let, can, a gentleman can never call a woman a slut, even though it's written in the book. I wanted the book to be very raw as possible. It to is hit, so raw. Yes. So it, it gets the message through. If, if I said, you were just reading now on my timeline that I said, I'm not an author. No, I'm a storyteller. I sit and I tell you how this thing is just panning out without even rehearsing, without any auto cue. I'm just feeling like I'm in a hall and I'm just telling everyone this is how it is. So of course there's going to be one, two or three girls that are just pretty and there's just this very rich guy, but we also need to be realistic. <laughs> and, 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 and the funny part is you're married to Matt and I, I work with Matt, so I know Matt, but how many Young ladies in Santon, do you see them with white old men who are from, from Italy, who are from, I've written about it as well in the book. Yes. You, you see a 23 year old with a 65 year old yeah. holding hands in Santon and you turn around and say, that can't be love. I was, someone sent me the other day a picture of, um, is it Roberto Cavalli? He's in his seventies with a 20 year old model and they say, the girl from the 28 year old model. I mean, come on. Paint me bl- Play, paint me bad all you want But come on That's not love That okay. can never be love So we call the young hot thing All sorts of names What name do we give the male The pervert Who is dating her we st- We'll still name them as trash They'll always remain trash Okay The sad part about it is The ladies who are coming out And they say they want out Because all the bad things That have happened to them Unfortunately they don't want to name these guys There's a famous guy Around Santon, apparently drives a, um, a G class, a G wagon, a red one, and a, no, a white one, and a C63, a red one. All four ladies that I've interviewed for my book name that guy, and those ladies don't know each other. They all name that guy that, the problem is, we were all taken through this guy, and it is said that he's HIV positive, and he refuses to use a condom, but he gives you lots of money. A girl who comes out where the family relies on Sasa every end of the month and she gets 30K. Obviously, it's going to change her life, but she's got the disease for the rest of her life. Sure. Okay. So on that topic, what is your opinion on the decriminalization of prostitution? Um, I actually, I actually, I'm against it. I will tell you why I say I'm against it, because politicians are very clever. Politicians are into prostitutes and now they're making their way easy. It's as easy as I look at it and it's as blunt as I look at it. Um, right now, a whole lot of, pro- uh, a whole lot of politicians are cheaters, but you're going to catch them with a prostitute and it's not going to be a scandal anymore because it's legal. I mean, let's leave those things to Netherlands. Let's leave them to France and not, not in South Africa. In South Africa, the reason why I wrote a book like this is because w- as black people, we still have those cultures and we break in them because we watch too much e-entertainment. We watch too much American movies. And right now, the other day I was, I was walking in, um, 
in Centurion next to where I stay, there were 17 year olds holding each other. The boys squeezing this kid's ass in the mall in front of adults. They are wearing school uniform. And I'm looking around and I'm thinking, 15 years ago, some elder somewhere would have whipped me. Nyembama. Nyembama. And now, that is not happening anymore because you turn around and you're like, oh, sweet, they're 17. Look at them. They're so in love. And you can't say anything. They smoke even next to you. You can't tell them anything. They call a person at my age, I'm 40, a person that I call Umalum Joseph. They call, the girls these days call, call them Joseph because they party with them. Yo, no, it's, it's, it's rough out there. I mean, hence, hence I say uh, parenthood ain't for the faint-hearted. So now... Let's move on. You, you, you describe your main character's beauty and you highlight her being a yellow bone at least twice in your book. Yeah. Do you plan on having kids in the future? I've got one. You've got a child. He's is, a, is it a, is it a girl? Boy? Uh, it's a baby boy. Uh, goes to Cura. 14, grade nine. Unfortunately, he didn't follow my steps of being a cricketer. So, yeah, he's just into, He's, he's in, in fact, his dreams scare me so much because I never dreamt the way he dreamt, you know? I sat the other day with him because he's over, he's over with me now for school holidays. I said to him, what is it that you want to do after my trick? He says to me, no, dad, I want to move to Germany. And I said, Germany? Why Germany? He says, no, I want to be a mechanical engineer so that I can work for Mercedes Benz, that side, and I can come back and I can head Mercedes Benz South Africa. I felt my hair standing up. Now that's not an Instagram kid. Come on. You know, it's a kid he's with a dream. Even though, even though he's going to get to matric at some point and turn around and say, I want to be a radio DJ. We hear stories like that. You know, um, I've got, I've got, I've got friends within the media circle. Your Robert Marawas was, was a lawyer at some point and he dropped out and look where he is right now. He's a, he's one of the best TV anchors. He's one of the best, um, radio anchors this country has ever produced. You know, so. I have that space of, okay, this is what he wants to do. I need to support him. If I've got no money, I know too many wealthy guys around me, whereby I can say, please channel me to the right people so that my son can get a better education. There's a reason why I asked you that question. Are okay. you curious why I asked you? Of course I am. Because remember I made reference to the number of times you mentioned this woman's beauty and her yellow bone in the in one sentence. Okay. Do you know where I'm heading with this? <laughs> I'm is your listening. boy is your boy light skin or your or, or, or dark skin? He's dark. Okay, like so me. he's a black bone like you and he's I. He's got my genes. So what 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 would be his reaction? Is he aware that you find yellow bones to be the prettiest or that you almost come across as somebody who has an obsession with yellow bones? Um, funny enough, I take yellow bones as blondes for me. I'm not into yellow bones, funny enough. I take, really? Yes. I, I take them as blondes. Um, it's hardly awkward. I think I've had, I'm 40 now. I think I've had close to about eight serious relationships in my life. And... Only two of those girls were yellow bones. Why then do you refer to her beauty so many times in your book without omitting the fact that she's a yellow bone? Because the world has created this perception that yellow bones, if you're not yellow enough, you're not good enough and accepted in society. Look, fully figured women are coming out now because someone somewhere sat on top of a mountain and screamed, you guys are sexy, accept yourselves the way you are. And they're coming out. So the world has created this thing that you're one okay yellow bone. When I was growing up in the 90s, there used to be this myth that if you date a woman, you are the, you are the it. Or a woman who's hairy, you are the it. It's, it's, those are just myths. A woman who's hairy, as yes. in hairy way. Back in the days. 
Back in the days, oh, they were oh, used to be oh, all okay, these let me not creepy go there. myths. Okay, okay, let me not go there because for, <laughs> yeah. a, for a second there, I thought you mean like a Neanderthal or something. No, no because the, the, the reason I brought that up is because of the number of times, as, as I've said, you know, the, the, the reference you're making to her being yellowbone. And of course, I was going to ask you, you know, does that mean black bone is uh, automatically ugly? But you, you've touched on it. Let me let me move move on. I don't want to put you into more of a, of, of a corner, tighter corner. Yeah. So school me. What is a capella, a.k.a. spaceman? Um, a spaceman in Pretoria is the guy that we always say in Kasi. He's the one who runs around and goes by his eyes when you're chilling with the hot woman. Yo. He's the one who takes your car keys and washes the car. He's the one who quickly goes and fetches the chicks when you're chilling with the guys and on some, you know, that is a capella. Wow. Yes. Now you know. <laughs> so, 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 so wealthy guys or moneyed guys or guys who think they've got money, they, they always all have, have a capella. Always, always, always. So you uh, would say when, when you're chilling with your friends at a Shisanyama, you would say, go and get me that chick and he, he'll go and get her numbers or something or, or pull her to the table. Ah, even you take 200 notes, you write your numbers on it. He goes and drops it. Wow. That. You write your, you write your number on, on. On, a, on, a, on a, on a Mandela note. The, the, the game has changed. So yeah, yeah, I know. Where have I been living? You've been married (laughs) wow okay so now okay i came across a a tweet a while back uh, that stated and now i know that the s in slay queen is silent what is your opinion on that a slay queen eh? now i know that the s in slay queen is silent Mm, okay i I never thought of it that way because Okay, pretend, pretend this is silent, so say it. Well, Lay Queen? <laughs> what is that's what I'm saying. I've what's, never what's, thought, of, that's what I'm saying. I've never <laughs> thought of it that way. What's your opinion on that? Jeez. Um. <laughs> I know, right? It gets you yeah, thinking. Yeah, it gets, it, it gets you thinking. But, uh, what I like about this is, you know, I cover, I cover all spectrum. I'm sure you've seen. The somewhere I even cover soccer players, I even cover mm. politicians, I cover, um, you know, your ministers, I cover rich guys who just don't know what to do with their money, I cover um, a rich guy who's just had way too many girls and he's now starting to think of, hmm, let me taste the guy a bit, you know, so... It's crazy, but yeah, going back to this, I wanna, I wanna go back into this capella. Yeah. If you're gonna be at the Durban July this weekend, you're gonna see a lot of capellas without realizing. I'll tell you a story. A very chacharach, beautiful girl, one day bumped into a capella, but a capella came to see her all the time with different cars, the boss's cars. She got hooked, she fell in love, boss stayed in Santon, boss had a house in Water Cliff in Pretoria, bought a house in Clifton. So when the boss is in Clifton in Cape Town, she would take her to Santon. When the boss flies back, she would move to he would move to Pretoria. She had this thing that my man's got money, my man is moneyed, all is well. Up until one day they were in Cape Town and the boss wanted the capella urgently. The capella had to leave. The boss and the capella, their relationship ended and she was stranded in Cape Town. And guess what? She was pregnant. She came back to Joburg only to find out that you are pregnant with a capella. And this particular capella you talk, you refer to in the book is HIV positive. And is HIV positive. You, okay. Wow. This, we're living in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? It is, it is, it is hectic. Um, I, 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 I always update and say a lot of girls will look useless and ugly if Instagram had to shut down. Because I, I'm telling you now, Facebook is nothing, eh? 
Facebook, your family, your neighbor can pick it up. Facebook, you can make it private. But everyone within that can actually see what is. You could easily have 100,000 people following you and then make it private. It is crazy. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. Okay. So you, you, you've touched on the dim in July and I know that you, 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 you are going this coming weekend. So <laughs> at least some of us who are staying behind in Joburg will get to breathe because most of you will be in Durban. <laughs> so we'll have space on the freeway. We'll, 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 we'll have freedom of movement in our own province. So now you refer to the dim in July as a side chick's honeymoon. Yes. And it's a, it's a, it's a side chick's um, vacation because if you look around, most guys don't take their, their wives with. You know, uh, I always say, when you're married, make it fun, man. Let him miss you. Don't always walk around naked. Wear that lingerie. Sometimes don't dress up next to him. Make it fun. Make him miss you a bit. So during those weekends, guys are booking at Zimbali's with beautiful girls who are skinny dipping. It's fun. You know, you feel, you feel for that weekend as if like you are in heaven for 72 hours. And I see people are extending it now. I mean, people leave on a Thursday, they come back on a Tuesday. It's a full-on vacation. That is why I call it the side chicks vacation. So the things that happen there, it is crazy. So now, <laughs> I remember you were telling me last week about the guy who took your money. Was it a designer or was somebody with your tickets? Yeah, that, that, well, that unfortunately, I, ma- I managed to track him down today. So about a month ago. We went, me and this designer who did, I went to the mat and he did a suit for me. So I was, I was pretty much a three piece suit for me. So I was pretty much happy. So then what transpired was a month ago, my schedule was going to be so, 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 so hectic. So a month ago I went with him, um, to buy material and everything and I paid him. I said to him, listen, dude, take your time. I want this on the first, on the last, um, weekend of, of June. I want to have my suit. Everything is done. You're okay with that? He said, fine. I kept checking on him every week. All was well. The week <laughs> that I demanded the suit, both his phones were off, only to find out that he's been in Zim for the, in Mozambique for the past two weeks. Living it up with your money. Imagine that. <laughs> so through my connections, through my people, luckily of knowing the right people, I managed to call him and he got the shock of his life. So as we speak, he's on his way back. He says that my suit is ready. It's just in his room. He had an emergency to run to. So I'm hoping that by tomorrow, <laughs> by Saturday, I would post wearing my suit. You, you know, I'm uh, laughing you better, about you this. You better have plan B. You know, no, I do have plan B. I sure, do have plan okay. B. Okay. So now you, you, you posted the other day on Facebook. You know, it's Durban July weekend when you get high stranger messages. And then you, and then you, and then you, all rabbi, she hashtag killed me. I mean, what, what goes on in that brain of yours? What, you know, what? you know, Sonia, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst. I think I have the most driest sense of humor ever. And I look up to a comedian called Skumba. You know, a guy oh, called Skumba. He, he is, he's incredible. Yeah. So every small little, I think, I think Uskumba is the black, gassy, rural version of Trevor Noah. Just the way, just the way he does his things, the way he moves around, the way he just mimics people, everything. So normally when I write about something, by the time I reach half of it or I post it, I'm dead on the floor. That's, that's my sense of humor. And so many people take, um, Facebook so, so personally, so seriously to the extent that I just, <laughs> I just laugh, you know? So I was sitting around and I always go, Ladies, you don't have to lie to me. I know I'm ugly. 
So you don't have to, hey, handsome, <laughs> hi, stranger. And most of them do that, you know? So I'd be... I'd be relaxing in my inbox and my DM suddenly, hey Alfie, it's been a while. And I go around and I'm thinking, I haven't spoken to this person since last year around this time. Oh, oh, knowing you, you love parties. Will you be at Durban July this weekend? Yes, I will be. Um, can I take it out too? Oh gosh. <laughs> you know? And that's how it goes all the time. So that's why I was up- updating on some, oh, okay. So Abo, Abo high strangers are back now. Olwabish. Wow. <laughs> I love it because the Zulus, the, the Zulus call it like no, that. No, Zulu is raw. Yeah. Zulu is raw. So now you refer to Dubai as a, a popular psychic destination, right? Yeah. And you also call it the land of coprophilia. Yeah. Is this how, I don't know how they pronounce it, rhyming? Rhyming? Rhyming. Is that how it became popular? Rhyming, rhyming became popular when um, screen munches started flying through in my inbox. And um in fact after this show I'm gonna send you all all the evidence that I use for the book. But please don't share it because I know a lot of people I want it. So so with within reaming is it's a mini contract. So the guy will say hi in your DM, you'll say hi, hi, how are you Sonia? Okay. Oh, I'm looking at your pictures. They're looking so nice. Um where are you based? No, I'm based in South Africa in Durban. Oh, okay, lovely. Um, well, we'd like you to do an appearance one day. Oh, an appearance. Um, where? Dubai. Okay. So, what? No, name a, name a price. Obviously, you're going to go the highest. You're like, okay, 60,000. They're like, oh, yeah, sure. 60,000, three days? Yeah, no, three days is fine. Okay. Um, have you been to Bej Khalifa before? Obviously. A dunderhead that never went to school, you're going to say, yeah, thinking it's Protea Hotel. <laughs> then you're going to Google it quickly and realize it's one of the tallest, tallest building in the world. A seven-star hotel. You understand? And um, yeah, the next thing, Sisters is there in a jacuzzi taking pictures. And she's even showing you outside the window how far she is. And she's basically looking down on you as if like she's God. And But what happens behind the scene, it's actually very sad. Because within that contract, 60000 he will say, um, is it fine if I invite more of my friends? Yeah, sure. Do you do rimming? No. Do you do Greek? No. And then you start negotiating a price. I actually started knowing about these things now and I had to Google them and some of them, they're very, very disgusting. No one wants to go down there and lick anything that it's not supposed to be licked. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's it's those things. And some men, apparently, they get fulfillment with... um Cripophilia, that means doing their number two on top of you once they're done doing their whole dirty work with you. And it's sad, but it happens. Because, I mean, I came across a Facebook post regarding this. Uh, they were advertising Rimming Night. It was uh, I took a screenshot of somebody else's post. Yeah. Because, as you know, I'm busy uh, with my manuscript for Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And these yeah. are some of the things that I write about. So this rimming night, there was a there was there was a poster or poster mm-hmm. advertising uh, this rimming night where general access ticket was eight thousand rands and VIP was fifteen thousand rands, mm-hmm. and there was uh, a famous uh, slay queen that I'm not going to mention who was going to be uh, making Appearing an appearance, okay. and you would imagine that she was going to be making at least a hundred thousand for that appearance because that's apparently the going rate just to go. There to show your face and be as gorgeous as you possibly can, you get paid a hundred thousand and an extra if you're willing to do a whole lot of extra things, yeah. right? So now, 
you and I, as authors, well, you don't call yourself an author, but you, 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 you're trying to create awareness with your book. You're trying to send a message and do talks in schools, like you've said, right? Yeah. But I mean, you, you realize that you're not going to make money as a, as a, as, a, as an author, right? You're not going to make a hundred thousand, uh, from, from selling books. You and I, you the, and I. The idea, the idea of writing this actually was to get a sponsor for printers and basically just not make anything. I think, I think I'd, pretty much be lucky if a lot of my Facebook friends actually they say you're going to make a killing out of this and I take it very lightly look if I make 2 million with this someone was my my agent the other day was saying dude if you sell 5,000 copy you're making a million and you're not selling this through exclusive books and your book is 200 bucks each then I turned around and said no but I want to sell it 150 with a student cut to varsity kids because what is the point of coming to Sonia's um, book review with a whole lot of um, 35 year olds and 45 year olds sitting there. Some have been heartbroken by men and everything. They're working. They've got good jobs. They can afford the book, but they, they read this book once in a while and they go, ah, because they're taking it emotional. Like, nah, he's against, he's against women. Throw it away. And these young kids are like, oh my God, this almost happened to me, you know? And he dropped us off at varsity and he fetched us with a different car tomorrow. It's pictures that I'm painting that the varsity kids can relate to. You know, because the the reason I, I, I mentioned that is that you, you're getting people who are getting a hundred thousand rands uh, just to go and show face. And yeah, you and I are trying to sell books. They're not showing, rands, but they're not showing face. A hundred, a hundred and fifty. Okay. Well, we I, I don't know what they do. Show but, face. But you know, you, you know, um, you, you mentioned your target being 5,000. You know, a bestseller in this country is 3,000 copies. You see. This is for a population of 55 million, right? You see. Okay. So I was just wanting to check that you, you realize <laughs> that you, you're not going to make as much money as a slave queen. Yeah. And I hope you make peace with that. <laughs> of course. Because I've, I've, I've kind of like made, made peace, peace with, with that. You know, yeah. you know, selling a book at 200, is, it's going to take me a long time to get 100,000 and these girls are making it in like half an hour. Anyway, so now, your, your, your book gave me an impression of someone who loves the finer things in life. I mean, yeah. the details you describe when you speak of brands and holiday spots from the world's biggest pool in Chile, uh, water villas in Maldives, glass flawed villas in Zanzibar, Burj mm. Ali, Al Khalifa, as you mentioned. And then there's Vith Dia, Vith Dia, uh, sunglasses. How do you pronounce that? The? Vith Dia, Vith Dia, whatever it is, sunglasses worth 300,000. Some of these girls are purchasing sunglasses worth 300,000. Yeah, they buy More them in dollars, obviously, and when you when you convert them, the, the amounts the amounts are hectic. But my point is that you're buying sunglasses that someone else can buy a car with that 300,000. Sure. Wow, okay. I'm, 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 yeah, it's a different world out there, you it know? Is, it is. I, I mean, I, I also notice how, I mean, you, 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 you spend, you obviously spend a lot of time on, your character Brenda's um, Instagram and Snapchat uh, yeah. pages. I mean, you even go to into great detail about mm. how she's posing. And one of them, you said she posted on on Snapchat uh, with you know standing with the union buildings as the background yeah. and the, with the South African flag with the caption here to serve. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. Well, <laughs> I need to paint that picture for you so that you can just want to read deeper and deeper. But the the sad reality of this is. This is what has happened. So the other character was so into Nigerians that Nigerians started talking. You know as men talk. Pinky. Is this, is this Pinky who, who, yes. who passed on? She, yes. she died of uh, AIDS, right? Yes. So she was, so she was, so she was um, kind of lured in or what do you call them? Coast. Yeah, by, mm. by, by Brenda. And unfortunately, she just became way too faster than Brenda and 
boom. But there's another, but there's another story that I wanted to touch on. This, and it's happening, unfortunately, in real life. These guys, they get tired of you. Every weekend seeing you. And they, and you start seeing their money is so good, but every time they don't want to sleep with you. Every weekend. And they turn around and they say, ah, yeah, no, well, you're my friend. Why don't you call so and so? So these girls, what they do is now they go into Instagram and they start following other hot women. So this girl said, she's so, she's popular, the Slay Queen, started liking her pictures, liking her pictures, liking her pictures. The next thing she said, hi, you've, you've got a lovely body. Oh, thank you, Cece. Oh, no, I've gone through your, your profile as well. I look up to you. You look so good. Oh, is it? Mm, listen, we, 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 we're shooting a Nigerian um, video in Santon on Friday. Um, would you like to come through? And it's easy money. You'll just make 10 grand. Oh, no. But um, it's like, no, 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 don't worry. Um, send us your, send me a copy of your ID. Ah, well, with WhatsApps and videos and everything happening right now, everything happens so easily. Sends it through. Flight is booked. British Airways, business class. It's her first time on a plane. She gets Ubert from Umlazi. To King Shaka. She lands in Joburg. She gets Ubered from King Shaka, from, from Oartambo to Sentence Sky. I always call Sentence Sky. I've given it a name. Let me not even say. Because all the sleigh queens that wake up there with champagne bottles every morning with white gowns, we all know what they do the night before. Anyway, so she got, she got through and, um, it was a Friday. They partied up a storm and after, after partying the next day, there wasn't, there wasn't any music video. They partied again. The next thing in her room, there were guys. Obviously, sex happened. The next day in the morning when she had to go back, there was 10K hard cash on the side of her bed. She took that money. She went back. Then she was hooked. That's how easily she is. So one one starts from years and years and years of being with these guys, doing whatever with these guys, getting money out of these guys to being the recruiter. Now she goes through around, she gets these young, fresh ones closer to them. And then suddenly her page changes into, we are an agency. If you need, if you need girls for your music videos, this is us. There's no nonsense like that. There's no music video. No, there isn't. These girls are prostituted out to the highest bidder. And this guy throws money into Sonia's account, which is 100K or whatever. I've got five of my friends who are into mining. Um, I come with them from DRC. They're coming through. Guys, would you like girls? Would you want to have fun? Fine. They sit in Santon. They do their deals. They sign afterwards. Guys, we're going to this club. It's upmarket. It's known. You'll find girls when we get there. You get there. Money is paid. She says, ladies, act well. You are with rich guys. They get there in a circle. There's champagne. You see Snapchats in the evenings. You see videos on Instagrams in the evenings. And you think, they live the high life. Hey, <laughs> One night stands. How many are you gonna have? Sure. Wow. You know, um, it's 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 all very well that this is going on, and you you when when you look at the trends on uh, Twitter in particular, human trafficking, mm. massive massive issue. Mm. So now I'm gonna put you on the spot and ask if you think you have a responsibility. Um, obviously not, not putting your life in danger, but knowing the stats around human trafficking. I, I have an 18 year old niece in yeah. Bramfontein who's studying at VITS and mm-hmm. she is petrified mm. of walking during the day yeah. from 
the campus to her residence, which mm. which is just a few blocks away. She's not able to do that on her own during the day. Mm. So at nighttime, obviously, she doesn't even come out. This is an 18-year-old, a yeah. born free, yeah. who cannot walk free mm. in her own country at daylight, yeah. right? So it's, it's a very important issue. Mm. So now... Here you are as Alfie, you've done all this research about, and, and you know these women uh, and guys that are involved in this book. So if the authorities were to make contact with you, would you be in a position to reveal those names? Because I believe that you came across that information or that it fell on your lap and you, it's now in your, it's, it's now, I mean, it's all left with you. The responsibility yeah. lies with you. Mm. To expose and to reveal so that my 18-year-old niece can be saved. Mm. Can I tell you something funny? I always say the authority only take you serious when something has happened or someone died. But the more interviews I did, you won't believe I was approached by Cat Blanche. Now, Cat Blanche wants us to run the story because it's something they've been having an eye on. And I feel after Cat Blanche... They would actually take it serious because my first, first ever radio interview, I updated and I said, today I'm going to drop bombs. I'm going to mention names. If you want to take me to court, take me, but just know that I know what you're doing. And I went there and I went boom, 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 boom. I mentioned names and suddenly people's accounts were deactivated. People's accounts were private. And I went, oh, okay. So I felt like I went to a tree and I shook it a bit, you know? So I said, okay, so there is something that could happen. People don't understand that when you when you take young girls out of the country with the perception that they are going to do something different and they get that side and you take their passports and you put them somewhere and you say, this is what's going on. And one would say, no, but this is not what I came here for. And they said, okay, fine. Are you going to allow these guys to kick you out of the hotel? Who do you know around here? And you are forced to do these things all because... Um, someone says, yeah, but you've, you've, you've done so many sex orgies that I, I've even have it on video. I'll spread it around the internet. How would you feel? And this is what's happening. A lot of them are trapped and I feel that I'm no savior. And I always use this word. I'm no deputy Jesus, but all I'm just saying is not in my name. And if it takes me to change the world, so be it. And I'm not trying to be a hero. By the way, it's just, it's something that I came across and I just thought, no man, but someone has to do something. But it's unfortunate that in our country, there has to be a kid of a very rich, well-connected or a big politician's kid to go missing for the country to shut down and look for this kid. Kids go missing every day. Um, ladies go missing every day. There has to be a very famous, well-connected daughter of so-and-so to get her ass really beat down for someone to organize hundred thousand people and say stop women abuse stop women abuse and women are being beat every day and with within this book i even started a facebook page as well saying name your blesser name your blesser name your abuser on facebook and saying to women ladies by posting a picture of this guy you're not risking going to court he's your boyfriend he's your ex name him so that sh should he take you to court, then you have evidence because he's beat you up before and you're helping the other lady because you can, you might break up with him and it's all good, but he's going to kill the next lady. And that has created awareness as well. Okay. So name your abuser. That's yes. your, that's your Facebook page. So we can find it then go and follow and interact and yep. 
you know, play our part. So now I, I, I love that you, that you're going to be doing talks in, in schools. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about the show because there's a school that you and I, I think should, should start it. I mean, in my hood, of course, Pimple, okay. I can't help but be, you know, <laughs> biased. Um, yeah. where, where are you from, by the way? Actually, Okay, so you're not from Alex. Cause, cause you mentioned in the book that some of these hotel rooms are bigger than most houses in Alex. I've, I've got family in Alex. I, I took, uh, I took offense to that. I was just throwing shade at my ex-wife. Sorry, I had to say that. On oh, the so she's from Alex. <laughs> Is that why you were shading people from Alex? Nah, kidding. Because I thought, ooh, you're obviously not scared of people from Gomorrah. We'll come for you. <laughs> yeah. Alfie, I am, Glad that we a, a book of this sort mm-hmm. came from a man mm-hmm. because th- there's been there's been at least one or two that have been written by women and I love the fact that it, it it's now come from a man a man who says enough is enough and I love that this name your abuser I'm, I'm I'm going to be very very busy and very very active on that mm-hmm. on that wall thank you so so much for gracing me with your hum- humorous. Humorous it's, self. It's it's always a pleasure. And um, well, all the best uh, with your with your book launch, book tour, as you call it, right? Yeah, I I'm not doing book launches, book tour. If you if you do if you do a book launch, it's as if like you know you, I'm not Jack Poe, you know those type of people who nah, I I wanna I wanna stand I wanna stand in the middle of UJ with three thousand girls and a couple of boys, and I say to them, ladies. They are coming after you. They still, they stay at the back room of their houses, but they buy GTIs so that you can jump in so that they can have sex with you. They're coming with you. They're coming after you. So stay away, stay away. So I won't, I won't launch this book, but I want to do talks. Um, luckily someone from UJ approached me and said, look, I think it's a great initiative. This is where to start because I mean, we know half of the UJ kids and the Vets kids who fall in prey at SABC guys. Mm. A whole lot. Wow. The whole, the whole of UJ has fallen prey to most SABC guys, you know, because they're closer. Um, it's a walking they, distance. Yeah. They throw, they throw fancy cars there and everything. And so we have to teach these kids wow. mostly. I look at my younger sisters and I look at them and I'm thinking, they just don't know what the world holds out there because it's crazy. I'm telling you now, it's, it's crazy. Um, Places like Durban, July, for instance, you're starting to see 19 year olds go to places like this with big married men who are in their mid 40s and 50s. And just because she's tall and she's beautiful, she's there and you think, where is the respect here? You know, and you only, they only get exposed the minute they start having way too much to drink because they're trying to be people they're not. You know, and you start thinking, oh, okay, so he's embarrassed now because this young girl is starting to vomit in the middle of a marquee and you can see that, um, she's, you know, it's, it's bad, but I'm happy that, uh, I'm happy that the book is out. Um, it will, it will teach, it will just send a, it will send a message. The idea behind the book wasn't basically to make money. The idea was to create awareness. Good. And I hope, and I hope that, um, someone might come and say, look, um, I will cover this as long as you come through and have awareness here. Or even the, even the Department of Education would, would come through and say, look, we're not giving you anything, just a stipend for you just to move around and say, you know, I work flexi hours. So I'm pretty sure that something can be organized. Kudos to you. Big ups to you. Thank you so much for coming to the Opinion Booth. Thank you for having me. Cheers. My humble opinion in the words of Alfie Puk. Don't play in the summer rains without a raincoat. Otherwise, you will catch a permanent fever. Aspire to inspire before you expire. This is CliffCentral.com.